It's truly the end of an era. After 15 years, 27 fights, millions of pay-per-views sold, and countless middle fingers thrown in the air, cult classic turned bonafide needle mover Nate Diaz just fought out his UFC contract and chose not to re-sign with the promotion so he could pursue opportunities elsewhere. The first fighter of his popularity to do so in this new era of contracts featuring real sunset clauses that mean fighters can truly leave the UFC if they wait out their max date. With YouTube stars, old rivals, and new opportunities, it would seem that this might be the last we've seen of Nathan in the Octagon. Or is this just a brief detour? I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and this is why Nate Diaz will come back to the UFC. Directly after the pay-per-view in our autopsy video, we discussed how Nate essentially just changed the sport with this move, as his star power is far greater than any fighter who has had a chance at true free agency. If Diaz's ventures away from the UFC are successful, it could serve as a blueprint for other major stars to go ahead and wait out their contracts as well to seek out potentially huge windfalls off the name they've built over the years. Yeah. Have you got a big call, Ray? Huh? One fighter very much likely to take such a step soon is Francis Ngannou when his contract expires at year's end. And while this certainly is a major turning point for UFC stars and could have massive repercussions down the line, for Diaz himself, while it would seem that he has the combat sports world by the balls at the moment, the options long-term don't appear to be that extensive outside of work with his former promotion. Let's start by looking at his options in the sport that made him famous, mixed martial arts. The chances of him signing any kind of deal with any other promotion seem pretty slim. Bellator, the PFL, One, or Ryzen would have to offer substantial money, and the idea of anything long-term for Diaz at the moment seems entirely out of the realm of possibility. He's not about to go from one situation where he can't do what he wants to another, and very likely for pay that is far less than other major opportunities that he could take. Sure, one of them could say, hey, you can also go box or do whatever outside of MMA, but if the contract is longer than a fight or two, I can't imagine Nate would be interested at the moment, and for the promotions themselves, what good does it do to have have him for one potential ratings boost when they'd likely have to pay an arm and a leg. It just doesn't seem like a realistic option for any of the parties involved. Diaz does have his own fight promotion now, Real Fight Inc., something he announced right before his UFC departure. And while he's yet to be licensed, to me the move indicates that much like Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather, Nate would like to promote his own fights to cut out the middleman and make a bigger pocket full of cash on the tail end of things, as he might say. But Conor and Floyd have only been boxing promoters. Mixed martial arts is a whole different bag, as Nate's brother Nick is fully aware, with his fight promotion war only holding a single event. Which is not to in any way discredit the work that Nick did for that show, including having it stream live. It's just that promotions outside the UFC, unless they intend to stay strictly regional, don't often survive here in the United States or have any real success. Sure, there's a couple big ones like Bellator, but even the largest competition outside the Endeavor umbrella, beyond major TV and streaming distribution deals, not a single MMA promotion besides the UFC has ever been a success on pay-per-view, which is very likely the avenue that Nate would have to take if he were to try and make money promoting MMA, because it's not like Peacock is suddenly going to cut him a seven-year deal without having put on a single show. Don't get me wrong, these streaming services are starving for content, but they're fully aware that the MMA space isn't something you can just dive right into successfully. Other major stars have tried and failed to go out on their own. Even Fedor, at the height of his popularity, with the backing of Affliction, M1, and Donald Trump, all this money thrown his way when MMA was 
white hot, competing in main events against former UFC champions. The best he could muster was 175,000 buys, a number that is abysmal in nearly any era of the sport outside the Dark Ages. And who is it that he would even fight if Nate could put on an MMA pay-per-view? Diaz alone versus an opponent that isn't particularly compelling would be doomed from the start. Just look at UFC 263. He was by far the biggest star on that card, but with a relatively benign dance partner at the time in Leon Edwards, the show only sold 600,000 buys, which would be a good number if he were out on his own. But remember, that was an event that had the biggest MMA promotion in the world backing it with their marketing capabilities. Nate would have to find people willing to finance a show, back it with serious cash so that it could be properly promoted. There are so many costs to putting on a big card, which means no backers are going to take a chance on Diaz's name alone. So since he would need a big opponent, the obvious answer, and one that's been brought up frequently to Nate by the media, is Conor McGregor. Not to mention the Irishman himself has said many times that the fight will eventually happen. There's no doubt that their trilogy bout would be a huge combat sports attraction, even if it was only promoted by Real Fight Inc. and McGregor Sports and Entertainment. But what is truly the likelihood of such a fight taking place outside the UFC? It would require Conor to no longer be under contract. He currently has two bouts left in his agreement according to a statement that he made last year, and we don't know if he's on the standard five-year deal that could be waited out soon. If there's anybody that would have a contract outside the standard in the UFC, it would be Conor. And there was also talk that he might have re-upped his deal since 2018 even, meaning that if his contract was the standard five-year time frame, the end date could be further than we think. Not to mention, at the moment, he doesn't seem particularly interested in ever leaving. More focused on snatching up some gold if an opportunity arises. Oh, good one. And it's not as if the UFC is simply going to let an asset like McGregor go very easily when his contract does come to an end. All that said, they could do it if Connor was free, but he and Nate aren't stupid. Even if they could finance the whole thing themselves and cut out the middleman, they would surely stand to make more money with a UFC-promoted trilogy bout than trying to go out on their own. And with that being such a huge matchup for the UFC, if Diaz wanted to maintain his independence, he could very easily leverage a one-fight UFC contract to make that single bout happen before going back to doing his own thing. Alright, so if Connor is out, what about GSP? He re-signed with the UFC in 2018, meaning that if he is on a standard five-year deal, his sunset clause would be hitting in the very near future. There's no doubt that Nate taking on his brother's greatest rival and one of the biggest stars in the sport would be a successful venture. In fact, it's likely the best possible scenario for Diaz as it relates to him promoting his own MMA event. But that's the thing, that's not exactly a great option. Sure, GSP has talked about free agency and other big fights, but he is technically retired, assuming he would be interested in a single fight with Nate Diaz outside the UFC anyway. What essentially would need to happen for Nate is another major star follow him into free agency, one he could make major fights with. But there aren't exactly a lot of names that qualify for such a list, and again, you would have to get them to want to leave the biggest and most prestigious fight promotion in the world. If they're not as big a star as Nate even, they might not see a lot of opportunities worth potentially burning that bridge for. A bit of an aside as it relates to these fighters going out on their own, would this be what fans really want? If a bunch of stars do leave and go into free agency, there's no doubt that it would be a major win for them. But would the fan base grow tired of all the best and most popular fighters splitting off into their own individual promotions? It's a truly harsh reality of the current system that fans are getting, largely speaking, all the best fighters in the world under a single banner, and we regularly get to watch them compete against each other as a result, in a well-oiled marketing and production machine, no less. If the UFC loses its stronghold over the sport, and MMA looks a bit more like boxing, where at times matchups are hard or impossible to make, would fans turn on the fighters they largely support now in their quest for more independence and a fairer piece of the pie? I think it's an interesting topic that deserves a larger piece, but I felt it was worth mentioning here briefly. But back to Nate specifically. Alright, so MMA doesn't seem like the best option, or at the very least, a long-term viable one if Diaz 
Diaz is to financially capitalize on his current popularity. So let's talk about Jake Paul. By some absolute Biff Tannen finds the Gray Sports Almanac timeline shit, Jake Paul has become one of the biggest names in all of boxing. And with the Everyday Bro rapper even mentioning a fight with Nate, it would appear that there is a very real possibility such a thing could happen. Of course. I like that. Now, now Tyrone's Of course, my guy. <laughs> Diaz seemed very hesitant to mention him by name the week of his UFC departure, but there's no doubt that such a fight would likely be a massive payday. And truthfully, if Paul wins a fight with Anderson Silva in October, the viability he has as an opponent in boxing would likely be slightly more appealing to Nate than in the past. It's a horrible thought, and I hate the fight and I don't ever want to see it. I don't want to see Jake Paul box anybody, let alone some of my favorite UFC fighters. But I also understand that the reality of this bout happening is pretty substantial. That said, if by the grace of the MMA gods, Anderson KOs Mr. Paul in October, Nate can pretty much kiss that option goodbye. Jake's career was on the ropes all the way up to the second he landed that KO shot on Tyron Woodley in their rematch. If that bout goes to a boring decision, I can almost guarantee you we would have never seen Jake Paul in a boxing ring again. And there was some speculation that his MSG show was nixed because of poor ticket sales. The point is, his career could go up in flames with a loss to Silva, and so then what boxing options would Nate have? There's no doubt he could get fights, maybe even notable ones, but he's going to need a massive star, and should only fight a massive star if he's gonna do this. Nate versus some boxer most people haven't heard of is just bad business. If he can't get a Canelo-level star to join him in a bout, then the viability of him boxing isn't that great either. Even if he does, how many such fights could he take instead still see huge returns. So even in the boxing world, there's really only a few major options that Diaz has. And then of course, there's the other combat sports that Nate's mentioned. BJJ, kickboxing, hell, BKFC would absolutely love to have Diaz. Imagine him versus Mike Perry. And given how much PVZ said she got paid, they might actually have the cash to make that one of the more lucrative options that Nate could take out there. Which is just wild, but I'm not gonna lie. I would watch every second of that fight with a giant ass bag of popcorn. That said, Nate's interest in the sport Sports like BJJ and like kickboxing that would probably not be able to give him any kind of massive payday plays very much into the other side of the younger Diaz brother. Because while he's definitely about getting paid and a businessman, he also is very much about that martial arts life. And I know he wants to test himself and compete in other disciplines just for the sake of doing so. So in that regard, I could absolutely see Nate staying away from the UFC for some time. But even with those types of ventures, if Nate has no intention or is unable to get any big money fights, sure Surely, eventually, he would want to capitalize on a substantial payday, and a big comeback fight to the UFC might be one of the best options he would have at making some serious money, especially with the right opponent, i.e. Connor. Their trilogy bout, even three years from now, would still sell like the hottest of cakes. And as it relates to his return, Nate literally said in his farewell at 279 that he intended to come back to the UFC to obtain a title. Now, I know those are just words in the moment, but you very much get the sense that this entire venture outside the UFC for Nate is finite in his own mind that he does want to explore other opportunities, but has always intended to come back. And given his exit, despite their rocky history, and despite what appeared to be an attempt to absolutely destroy him on his way out, I think getting Nate back on board with the UFC will be easier than one would think. He left on pretty friendly terms and seemed content with UFC management, while Dana was surprisingly gushing over him after 279. I suppose there's always one other option here, that Nate never does anything again. The best laid plans of mice and men and all that. But I seriously doubt that given his mentality 
ability towards the martial arts, not to mention he's 37, which in combat sports means he has anywhere from two to seven good years of money-making left in him, and with potential opportunities to either do what he wants on a small level, or maybe make some big cash here and there, there is no way that Diaz stays away from competing, especially now that he's in the driver's seat for the first time in his entire career, regardless of what Nate chooses to do, besides retirement of course, and hell, even that's fleeting in combat sports, it would seem that all roads lead back to the UFC and in the not-so-distant future. Did you enjoy today's video? Let me know, and if you did, don't thank me, I'm just a writer. Luke Taylor is your hero. Without him, you would just be hearing words. Even worse, you might just be reading them. So be sure to show him some love on social media, and if you didn't like the video, that's my fault. Feel free to harass me on the streets or something. Take care, guys. Thanks for watching.